So this is uh, Eastside Delta Radio Show, dear listeners. Uh, I have the great pleasure to have your uh, blues pills. Uh, thanks for uh, having this uh, interview with me. First question: uh, What the hell are you doing in Berlin? <laughs> <laughs> Promo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just interviews? Or, yeah, uh, just interviews. Yeah, promoting our new album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the new album Holy Moly, I guess uh, uh, you planned to release it in spring, no? Or something like that? Yeah, in June. Okay, uh, because you released the first uh, singles, the first single in uh, March, uh, yeah. so it was uh, really a perfect timing for... Uh, corona? Yeah, due to the <laughs> Corona. How did you cope, uh, cope in this month of lockdown? Uh, what, uh, what were your activities? Uh, I mean, in Sweden we didn't have a lockdown. Mm-hmm. We just had uh, restrictions to follow. Some did, some did not. Voluntary. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, uh, I mean, it was sort of a bit weird situation because we were just, you know, releasing singles and then at the next week we had to postpone the album due to mm-hmm. the situation. But I don't know if that was good or bad, it just like everyone freaked out because no one knew how to handle this situation. So I'm just pumped that it's getting out now on Friday, 21st of August. So The background of the LP, uh, let's say, is the uh, departure of uh, your um, ex-guitar player Dorian uh, Sourio. Yeah. Uh, good? Okay. Uh, which was replaced by uh, Zach. Uh, yeah. Who is you? Perfect. Uh, who were uh, before the the bass player? How was the per- this period for the band between the departure of uh, Dorian and uh, the you jumping on bass? Um, I mean, I guess that the when Dorian left, it wasn't like for sure that I was gonna play the guitar because we did think about finding another guitar player mm-hmm. and things. But then the reason why in the end we decided to do that is because. Since uh, the beginning of the band, me and Elin have written the songs and formed the band. So the songwriting process really didn't change at all. And since I was already writing songs on the guitar, mm-hmm. it felt more natural that I should just like put more focus onto playing the guitar and switch over. That felt easier than finding a whole new person mm-hmm. to bring in because it's not only about also the guitar playing, it's a lot of factors as well. Like finding someone who fits into the band and like mm-hmm. where do they live if they can even like be in the band if they like live in another country or whatever so at the end of the day it was actually easier for me to switch than finding a different guitar player yeah. mm. and it's also like about dedication because even if you have the skills or the talent if you don't if you're not dedicated then I mean not gonna turn mm, out good like you have to feel the the project yeah the, yeah the family yeah exactly and then it, it also just felt natural because like we were the songwriters to begin with anyways that it like changed the sound of the band a lot less mm-hmm. because i was taking the guitar versus bringing someone new maybe that would really like drastically change the sound of the band mm. And what was your experience with the guitar before? Were you I mean, I, like stage I've, experience or...? Um, I have always like played a bit of guitar. Like when I first started playing music, I was 14 or 15 years old. And in the beginning, I sort of started to learn all the instruments around this, like drums, bass and guitar. I learned a bit of each in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then 
pretty early on it ended up that bass kind of became my main instrument from 17 and on because I joined another band called Radio Moscow mm-hmm. and uh, I toured with them for five years and then started Blues Pills so from that age on I was playing bass as like my main instrument. So I could play a bit of guitar but then it was sort of like then when Dorian left and it, it was decided that I was going to take over. I basically just started to practice guitar like every single day uh-huh. to just build up my skills oh. too. I listened to the album, good result, good <laughs> practice. <laughs> um, so let's dig a bit into the, the new album. Four years after Letting Gold, uh, Letting Gold in comparison to, to the, the self-titled, your first uh, LP, i found it uh, a bit more softer, um, also a bit more drifting from blues, uh, psychedelic blues, uh, whatever. And uh, how is uh, Holy Moly putting itself into, in this two, in comparison to the, the, pre- the two previous releases? Um, I think Holy Moly is a bit more, uh, more of a rock album, mm-hmm. like almost a bit back to blues if you compare to Lady Gold. Like Lady Gold has some blues elements as well, mm-hmm. but maybe more heavy soul, mm-hmm. psychedelic heavy soul music or something. But it's more raw, I think as well. Did you yeah. f- did you feel a bit uh, like coming back to a bit to the roots or uh, do you do you take it do you think is a Yeah, I think I think it's a hybrid between the two ones. Yeah. So uh-huh. it has the songwriting skills from the second album, and it has the, you know, more raw kind of energy from the first album. Uh, yeah. But it, I think it's also like way more of a mature album uh-huh. as well, because we all aged and hopefully developed a bit, <laughs> <laughs> both <laughs> mentally and like. <laughs> On the skills, I don't know. And it just <laughs> felt like it was such a fun record to make. Like, not that uh, any of the other records wasn't, but it was just sort of, yeah, we just uh, jammed and uh-huh. some songs are just completely made out of jams. And uh-huh. When did you start more or less the songwriting or the jamming for this album? Right after Letting Gold? Or, uh, no, no. There, there was quite a long break in between. Yeah. I think we started in 2019. Yeah. Right? Because mm. we had a uh, we had a last show in 2018 at Woodstock in Poland. Oh, I saw uh, it. And then uh, we uh, after that that was the last show, and then we had a break, a year uh-huh. break, sort of. And then we started to work on this album in 2019. Yeah. I was uh, then um, what there was a difference uh, concerning songwriting compared to the uh, previous uh, albums, or more or less you had the same approach, so jam and then. The only thing was that we didn't have to uh, tell Doran what to play. I guess as I has said before, it's like me and Elin were kind of the main songwriters since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's always, it's the same process, like it's always been that we kind of came with ideas, but then we finished it with the whole band together. So like, yeah. we start with one idea and then finish it together. Personally, like, uh, Leading Gold was like uh, the first time uh, working with a producer for, for me. So on this one we just sort of worked together and just produced it ourselves. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And took notes and, or just helped each other out producing, mm-hmm. I guess. What about uh, the recording of the album? 
was uh, there was some difference compared to the past. Uh, Zach basically recorded the whole album. Ah. Um, we got some help from a few people, but uh, it was basically Zach. Mm -hmm. Do you have a live approach recording, or do you do overdubs, or uh, how is that? I mean, it, it's uh, when we recorded. That was before the album was recorded before Christopher joined. Otherwise, I would have liked to record it more live, but uh -huh. because it was only the three of us in the studio, yeah. it was basically that I would like play guitar together with Andrea, and we'd get like a drum take we were happy with, and then I would go and like add all the guitars yeah, and the bass on top of mm -hmm. that. So it's sort of one thing at a time, basically. Mm -hmm. But uh, still, like we still always have that goal in our mind to get it feeling like as live as possible. So we try to get the drum take, you know, like in one take, and then add the stuff afterwards, like quite fast. So mm, it's not to getting the code of the song. Uh, so it's taken, like, so it's not getting too like stiff, and you know, it. Uh, we really don't like to do millions of takes because then you kind of lose the feeling. Uh -huh. So just try to do it as quick as possible. Sort of. What about the lyrics? <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I like <They're> them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like yeah, it's me and Ilan who write the lyrics. Yeah. So like, every song of course is a bit different. That's gonna sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But they're very personal, I guess. Mm. And some are not. So some are just made out of jokes basically but yeah basically it's uh each song is a bit different of course like once again it's like maybe some song i have more of the idea to begin and another song elin have more of the lyrics but usually mm -hmm. we always like finish We'd it together yeah. so like usually it's maybe like oh i have like a verse and a chorus but we still need one more verse and yeah so yeah that's sort of how we roll <laughs> <laughs> uh what about the cover Yeah, that's uh, Daria Lazatova. She's um, Yelen first saw her on Instagram, and then this was like years ago. Back then, sh she was basically unknown, but now her Instagram has grown like a lot, so she has hundreds of thousands of followers now. But uh, basically, we just loved her artwork, and then. She had already painted that cover, so it wasn't painted specifically for our album. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it was just that we like saw that and fell fell in love with that, and then we we used that as like a reference first, and just said like, oh, we want something like this. But then we were so like hooked on that specific one that in the end we we're like, oh, well, can we just use this one because yeah. we. You know, you get you get sort of that idea stuck in your mind, and then no matter mm -hmm. if she would paint something new, it wouldn't be that one. So we end up just to take that. And at which point of the album were you when when you chose the cover? I mean, we were we had quite we, early actually. I mean, no, we're, was we're, it? I no, mean, no, because we. Uh, the thing was, I already asked her 2016. Uh, and that's when she promised me to do a cover. So then I, I think, I mean, we were, she was starting to paint on an original for us, but then when all the demos were, you know, when you could see sort of, okay, this is how the sound will be. This is like the, the soundscape that we want to capture in a, you know, on a picture. Then we, we, took, we decided to take that one. 
But I mean, like we decided, yeah, the decision wasn't until later, but we pretty much like had seen that painting yeah. from the very beginning. So we mm -hmm. still like, it was like an option. Mm -hmm. But then we still were like, there was a couple other paintings she had done as well that we liked, but yeah. some of them weren't available because maybe they had already been like purchased mm -hmm. by someone else that used it and mm -hmm. we, we weren't allowed to use them. What did you wanted to express with the cover? I think it we liked it because a lot of the songs are sort of about like your inner demons and like your... It's a lot about loss and death and, and depression your, and anxiety and anger and and your like struggles with yourself mm -hmm. and and the i guess our interpretation is that it's like someone that's like embracing like the devil head you know so they're sort of like embracing the yeah someone making peace with with the devil the demons mm -hmm. at that and that sums up the whole the whole fucking record <laughs> <laughs> proud woman uh the first single i mean it's pre pretty self-explaining. The, the song uh, is related to some happenings, or it's in general uh, something you wanted to write. Or I mean, it's a celebration, it's an anthem for women. Mm -hmm. People considering themselves women and binary people. But I mean, it wasn't any specific thing because it was it was like a really spontaneous song. That yeah, we just that was like the most the fastest written song because we were just in the rehearsal space and felt like oh let's try to make something that's like a bit upbeat and we just start to jam and that was like the first lyric she sang mm. and it was like that sounds cool we used that yeah <laughs> but i mean of course i could put in some i mean being in the industry for soon 10 years i uh, i can definitely see a, <laughs> mm. a gender difference i guess <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure there is a lot yeah to be developed in the in that direction, I found. Uh, I mean, there are uh, three or four pretty uh, solely songs uh, like uh, California, Rhythm in the Blood, uh, and some more. What about California? Yes, uh, I mean that song. The guitars and stuff I wrote, I think I was actually like pretty influenced by like country at the that specific time. And it's uh, the first songs we wrote in major keys, actually. Like every song up until now have been minor. Mm. So mm -hmm. I think we always liked <laughs> sad sounding songs. Mm -hmm. But then both uh, California and Wish I'd Known are the first like experiments with major yeah, keys. California and cannot go together with a minor. <laughs> no, so it's just, uh, yeah, that's like, I guess, just like a reminiscing song remembering back to, to good the old, old days the good old days mm. you mean the really good old days uh, <laughs> <laughs> in which we weren't there <laughs> yeah. yeah pre corona days <laughs> yeah. i mean since actually if i'm not wrong since your first album we are with nuclear blasts mm -hmm. uh how much freedom you get with uh, such a big um, label i mean we have complete freedom it's kind of funny because there's like conspiracies out on the internet where people are like nuclear blast ruined the band and stuff yeah. mm -hmm. but like from the beginning they've never once you know told us what we should do like musically or i mean anything. then it's more our manager that's been telling us i mean not even that because like they of course they you always you hear like the comments sometimes from 
the business side of things like they're like yeah you need a hit and you're like okay we're trying but mm -hmm. how do you write a hit yeah i mean you don't know it's <laughs> you not like you sit it. down like no i'm gonna write a hit <laughs> <laughs> let's write a hit everyone what do you think they will do if they don't they don't like your album what they will do <laughs> strangle us no <laughs> they uh would know. probably sack us and we have to find another label, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> They're still a company. Um, how much underground do you feel to be? I think it depends on what country. Like, we're definitely underground in Sweden. Or I mean, we're, we're, we're lucky enough to be on label and release albums. Like, mm -hmm. that's a privilege. There's a lot of bands out there. That, that never gets to do that, I guess. Mm. I but guess there was a guy that just rode by on a bike wearing a Blues Pills shirt, so I guess we're not underground. Oh. <laughs> I did! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, maybe some, definitely a lot of places. In Ameri I mean, America, in we're America, completely we're, underground. We're, we're, not even, we're not even underground <laughs> in America. We're like, Unknown. below. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the limit? It goes about uh, records sold, or it goes about approach. Uh, I mean, it's a free question. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. To have fun. Mm. That's the <laughs> so when you stop having fun, then it's then fucked up, and there's not anymore underground. <laughs> I think I if uh, people I mean, recognize you in the streets, then you're not very much. I mean, then you're not underground. So underground is the opposite of famous. Uh, I mean, but still, like uh, you, uh, I I think it's a fine line between there somewhere. <laughs> but it's like some, sometimes <laughs> I feel like it feels like if a band starts underground, or if there's a band that like starting out and they have a success, like the people tend to, I don't know, hate on them just because they are like doing well. But it's that doesn't mean that they are like I mean they're making it so. Mm. You should sort of embrace that. But yeah. Do you miss playing um, underground? Like no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, no. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> no, do you miss like playing in uh, really dusty, stinky venues in front of uh, 40 desperate people? Right yeah. now we would do that. I mean, yeah. uh, besides the I mean, actually, we're actually gonna do that in Sweden soon. No, in but September. In uh, let's uh, let's say this question was uh, um, done in uh, January. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't miss playing like those tiny venues only because of the fact that like you never get a very good sound on stage when it's too small. Mm -hmm. But yeah. then, like on the other hand, it was quite fun to play like these small festivals back in the days mm -hmm. where it's like an outside stage but it's still this like smaller cozy the, the feeling. The crowd is really yeah. close to you. And where like you can see the feel like you see like some festivals we played it was like it's I mean in Holland remember those like hippie festivals where they had like those uh, people were pants like, and we're just, like dancing <laughs> it's like Crazy. People were having psychedelic experiences yeah. <laughs> in front of the stage. Yeah. <laughs> On stage. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, future. It's the uh, shittiest question to ask uh, right now. How fucked up is gonna be to promote the album uh, <laughs> right now in this uh, fucking context? 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. As far as playing live, no one knows anything. I know, like, they try to plan shows for next year and everything, but, mm -hmm. of course, no one right now knows if they will really happen. It's more like they plan it in case it can happen, but mm -hmm. right now, no one knows. Mm. Yeah. So, basically, you have to find other ways to, uh, to promote yeah. the album. Yeah. Like, come like to this. Motel One. <laughs> 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 Yeah. yeah, basically. So we w maybe we will try to do some, like, release more videos than usual. Mm. Like, maybe we will film some... We want to, like, film playing the new songs live, maybe, mm -hmm. like, in a studio or something. Like a release part in the studio. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's actually a good idea. Oh. Give the fans <laughs> something. Do I get a shirt of, yeah. of, of Zero? <laughs> future again but uh, as uh, musically which way do you want to explore also concerning instruments or um, I mean it's a bit hard to say right now because like oftentimes the album doesn't end up anything like you expected it was going to be when you go to make a new album but like one of my only goals really in the, for the next album is to record it almost live or like at least the, the core of the song like the bass, drums, and the guitar pretty much in like one live take. Mm -hmm. So we have the songs more, because like almost all of our albums have been quite written in the studio. And so I'd like to like write the songs, practice them a lot, and then go into a studio and just record it pretty, pretty live and fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the approach I'd like to take that we've never been able to do so far. Would you like some collaboration with other musicians? Or, um, I no, mean, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, course, we did that on this record too. Of course, like depending on uh, who, but I mean, of course, there's always like heroes that it would be amazing to work with in some way, like Black Keys or White Stripes or something. Mm -hmm. So if you are listening to Inside Delta, <laughs> yes. sure, for sure. Contact us at. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Um, it has been uh, a pleasure. Thanks for m so much for, um, for I was saying for coming over <laughs> <laughs> to Berlin at yeah. least. Uh, good luck for the promotion, and uh, I mean I wish to see you on a stage, uh, on a real stage with uh, real uh, drunk people uh, yeah. jumping everywhere. Uh, Can't wait as before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, blue spills. Uh, do you want to say hello to s to somebody? Some underground people. Some <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> That's really underground. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank ciao, you, ciao. Thank you. Bye.